Hello and welcome to the Headstuff Podcast. This isn't Alan Bennett, this is Connor Wilkins. Um, myself and Alan weren't able to hook up this week to record an intro and outro to the podcast, so he has bestowed the honour onto me to introduce this week's episode. This week we have part two of the live episode that we recorded in Sober Lane with Kevin McGahern and Andrea Farrell. Last week was part one, so if you haven't heard that already, go check it out. Um, I'm just going to go straight into the episode, so here it is, part two. Enjoy. What are both your, your, your parents uh, think about what you do, and are they are they supportive of your life choices? They're very scared. <laughs> very worried. Like I have. Um, let's be honest here. We don't get a lot of money for doing the comedy stuff, and. Uh, <coughs> I'm in a lot of debt at the minute, and uh, you can probably cut this out, actually. <laughs> Sorry. You okay? <laughs> you can probably cut this out. Andrea is crying. The, uh, yeah, it's like... Uh, the tears stuck on the ground. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, my, my parents, Big I think, initially, were initially kind of... My dad thought it was great. I think he thought that I was going to write a write a show and he'd somehow be a star in it as well which could potentially still happen but I don't think so I think he'd be the subject of it but not your dad's a poet he is a poet Kevin thanks (laughs) he's not a poet (laughs) he's not a poet (laughs) but he likes to dabble in uh, the poetry game I really enjoy his poems. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> my dad wrote a poem about my uh, my car getting clamped. Remember, like, I think he shared it on my Facebook wall. And it was really long. And all of his poems, kind of, after the rhyming ends, after four lines, just kind of go into a, uh, a governmental, <laughs> angry protest, you know? And it was basically like... My car got clamped, and I was pretty upset about it. It was 80 euro, and his poem went like this. And oh, what the shock we did got to see that beautiful car in that big yellow sock. <laughs> That's lovely. And, uh, I do like the image of a clamp as a sock. As that yeah, was a pretty clamp, good. A clamp is just a, so- nah, a, a car's sock. It is, yeah. it is good. A very expensive car sock. So yeah. I, give, I give him a hard or time, a but that's pretty booty. good. Yeah. A, a booty. A little booty. He wrote another one about... Uh, it, was, it was called... It, actually, I'll, I'll reveal that, the name of it at the end. It, it just went like this. Time. Time. Time, time, time. Time. <laughs> time does slip away. Like crap on the tissue. <laughs> <laughs> and it was called something like, I dedicate this to my wife and kids. <laughs> you know. Crap doesn't slip off a tissue. Right? <laughs> yeah. Laminated tissue. Right? Yeah. <laughs> slip off. Oh, gosh. Tissues are designed to catch crap. <laughs> yeah. But um, lovely ah. man. Lovely man. Yeah, has you had anything published? Anything of note? I hope not. <laughs> oh no, that's, I I did actually. I remember when we got his uh, his um, we got him we got him an iPad for his 60th birthday, and one of the not that I'd be checking now on my dad's Google history. 
dangerous territory. But it just happened because when you type, when you go into the search bar, all the things they've typed in in an iPad just come down, you know. And uh, the first thing he ever Googled on the thing was, "How do you use a Googler?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, then later on, when obviously he figured it out, there was a uh, he had Googled, "How do I publish my own poetry?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let him at it, let him at it. He's having a good time. Some of his stuff is very funny. I'll have to get more of it and do something with it. Instead of letting strangers laugh at my father. <laughs> who reared me. You should all be ashamed of yourselves. Nobody laughs at my dad. So aside from the, uh, the money concerns, are they supportive of your um, comedy? Have they been to your gigs? Or? Yeah, I mean, there's been a few kind of... There's a lot of ups and downs, you know, because comedy can be like sometimes. Like this is a great gig with all of you. <laughs> <laughs> There's other people up the top there <laughs> and down there. Inside, people stand at the Give back. us a holla! <laughs> like this is what we live for. Yeah. Um, you see some of the barmen walking, standing to the side, watching the gig from the yeah. side. The manager saying, "Hey, get back on. to work." He said, "Hey, I'm enjoying this." <laughs> Sorry, right, let him stay. <laughs> give, him a, give him a break. Come on, come, come on, on in, guys. But uh, no, like I've had a few kind of big moments that my parents have like thought, "Oh wow, no, she's she's doing okay." Cover of the Weekender magazine. Yeah, I made the cover of the Weekender magazine because they they put I, I wore a nice dress and they were like, <laughs> "We're gonna make you a star," <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, my my mom was very proud. She got she bought about thirteen copies of the paper, <laughs> and she has a big stack of them. And then in the sh- in the shop that she works, she says to the woman that brings in the newspapers. If there's any of them left over now tomorrow, I want you to leave them all for me. And so she, my mom has about 59 copies <laughs> because like, people don't read The Independent in Swords, so that's it. Um, Down the country, it'd be very, very popular. Would it? Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know what, actually... Farmers uh, love the Irish Independent on a Sunday. Pork's yeah. dad has it, actually... Stapled to his bedroom wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stapled <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Good lad. I remember uh, seeing that in in, uh, in a stack of magazines. I was like, oh, Andrea's on the front of that. Imagine. Yeah. Um, what was the uh, was there uh, like a, a push for something at that time? I know there was a few there was a few kind of female comedians in the paper in the magazine, wasn't it? Yeah, they, it was before the Vodafone Comedy Festival. Oh, right. And I think was it? Oh no, it was after. It was meant to be before it. But you see, before <laughs> the Vodafone Comedy Festival, um, I think. A lot of people, this happens a lot where like people are just kind of given out that there's not enough females in, in the lineup of festivals when the lineups are announced. And so the independent just kind of ran with doing a little piece on some of the funny chicks, some of the fun, some of the up and coming funny gals that mm. are coming Humorous out of women coming out of Ireland. <laughs> and uh, so it was good crack. It was me and Alison Spittle and Neve Mara and Joanne McNally. And they featured it as all, and it was good crack. It cool. was nice to to take. It was very awkward, I have to say. <laughs> um, 
I'm not one for posing for pictures. And, they, and they, like all the pictures they took of me were atrocious. And then at the end, I just was kind of standing looking at the window in a gaze. And he was like, see, like that is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Look out the window. And uh, so I'm just, I'm just standing straight, not doing any. And the camera is looking at me here. And I'm standing like I am Spartacus. <laughs> and uh, that's the fucking picture they use. So it was, it was a nice grand. picture. Yeah, no, it was grand. Yeah. My granddad got it. My granddad cut it out and got it blown up, and he has it on his wall in his house. But it looks like a weird, like it's about. It, it was up to the halfway point there. It looks like a kind of measuring chart for measuring the growth of children <laughs> using like, my body as a as a measuring point. <laughs> it's scary. Somebody see outside of a roller, roller coaster. Yeah. You must be this beautiful and funny to get on this roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> My granddad's never heard me do, do comedy. He's always asking me, like, I just cannot believe that you're a comedian. <laughs> what? That's so supportive. And I'm like, just, my granddad's deaf, and he just was like, but you're never telling me any jokes. And I'm just like, you gotta pay the big, big bucks to see me, granddad. <laughs> you know. So that's um, it. And what about uh, your parents, Kevin? Are, you, are they supportive? Are you like uh, a um, very divisive, divisive figure in uh, Kevin? Yeah, like, they never really push me that hard to find real work. She's um, very disappointed in your whole career. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrea Farrell has just gone for a quick pee. She'll be back presently. Um, I hope it's a pee. Yeah. <laughs> or else this podcast could have to run long. But um, no, they've always been like fairly um, supportive and they never really put pressure on me to... like. like I suppose when you do comedy, you spend like five years... Same with a band, I suppose. You spent five years fucking getting no work at all. Yeah. And just being on the dole, which is great in this country. Excuse me. Um, dole is class. Uh, if you aren't on it, fucking go on <laughs> it. Try it out. Try it out for a couple of years. See what you want to do. Um, <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, like, I mean, you, you go to secondary school and I remember... Uh, I remember like being in sixth class and like been told, okay, this is the big test. Like, how you do determines how you do in first year. What school you get into, what, and that means uh, do you want to be a job? Um, because you need lots of stuff for that. Yeah. And German's important. Remember that. <laughs> and uh, so you're panicking, and then you do like you study hard for the test, and you do it, and you get into a school. And first year, they're like, like right, listen, sec- uh, national school was a load of bollocks. This is the real shit here. <laughs> first year, secondary school, study hard, do well. And the, the junior cert's coming. You've got to get ready for that junior cert. <laughs> and so you believe them and you work your bollocks off and you learn all the things from maths and uh, the different types of soil uh, there is in the world. How many can you remember? Uh, tertiary. Um, More to me. Well, I think that's a road, actually. <laughs> oh, right. Se- sedimentary. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Um, big rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the mucky stuff. Anyone else remember? Types of soil, anybody? Types of soil in geography. No types of... S- types of rock. Types of rock, soil. Well, types can't of- have rocks without soil or <laughs> soil without rocks. Um, okay. But then, yeah, so you study your balls off and then you could do the junior cert and then you come back in fourth year and they're like, right, listen, that was just a bit of a mess. We kind of <laughs> fooled you, we're sorry, <laughs> but this is the big one here. It's the leaving cert. And then when you get out of secondary school, they tell you that secondary school was a load of bollocks yeah. and that it's college like that yeah. really makes a man. And it's, I don't know, at that stage, I'd just given up. Yeah. 
um, and I didn't trust anyone. Um, and then that happens all the time when you get a new job. It's like they're going to yeah. pretend this is important. It's like, but I it's don't not. care what the fuck you got in college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a job. How did you do in your last job? Like you'll get to heaven and obey all the commandments, and God will just go. Listen, that was just a fucking tester. <laughs> it's here's the big test now. So after um, all your talk at the start of the podcast, you still think you're getting into heaven? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's well, I hope I do. Anyway, yeah. Um, even just as for storytelling, yeah, uh, it's handy. It is important to to as well. It's useful, isn't it, to uh, to keep that for for storytelling? Yeah, I think you need to believe in God for <laughs> to be a comedian. Yeah, as in at least pretend to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's a great character. He's a great character. And great he's villain. Fun. He's you know he's got a lot of good material in his yeah. back pocket. He was. At the start of the Bible, like he was a bit of a mad bastard. <laughs> uh, those were his kind of Danny Dyer years where he just didn't give a fuck and he was like erratic. He was on blow and he just, like, if you if pissed him off, he'd just kill you. Uh, like, there's a bit in the Bible where a bald man gets jeered at by some kids, probably from Limerick, and uh, God, like he complains to God and he's, do you know this? Some kids uh, take the piss out of this baldy, and this baldy lad is just like, oh, no, and he prays to God. He's like, come on, do something about this. These kids are fucking really getting on my tits. And God's fair enough. He uh, manipulates a bear to attack and kill all of the children. Uh, And the lesson is, don't make fun of bald lads who have a connection with uh, the omniscient creator, our Lord. The, the, The big man. And then, yeah, so New Testament, you got a little bit, little bit more mellow. Hippie, hippied out. Yeah, um, you see it with musicians. Yeah. Um, they start off, you know, they're quite punky at the start. <laughs> like Bon Jovi was quite into heavy metal, and then it mellowed out towards the end of his career. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's a great character, and, you know, you have to draw from him as much as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, I was reading today uh, about comedy and religion on the, the Irish Catholic, and they were giving out about... Irish Pictorial Weekly. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Great website. Great website. Um, Irish Pictorial Weekly. Uh, it's not funny. Barely. Misses the mark. Um, oh, yeah. Which it? is the worst insult you can give. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, basically the article turns into a kind of um, agenda for giving out about pro-choice and giving out about marriage equality and all this kind of stuff. Um, and he says things like, totally gratuitous use of the F word. And, um, <laughs> which is uh, feminism, is it? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Those pesky feminists. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, it is funny. Like, like it is. It's a magazine <laughs> read by about fucking eight hundred people. Uh, I think I still think they leave that. They leave it in RTE. They leave the Racing Post and the Irish Catholic on the tables in RTE. Do they? Yeah, they're near the door. Sure, the RTE the love that stuff. Balance. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just the the appearance of balance. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'd have thought there, but it's gone. What do What did you make of that whole um, balance controversy? Are you able to talk about that? Um, which one? The, the uh, I suppose gay the marginal? overall. Yeah, the, the yeah. The ah, like it was fairly ridiculous. Like I mean, when you're uh, <laughs> when you're arguing both sides with stopwatches, <laughs> and it just kind of became a bit farcical towards the end. And particularly when. The, the one side is like the Iona Institute or someone like that who's like yeah like nonsense, it's not really you know. a representative like I didn't feel they represented the people that were maybe the no side no, not necessarily no side maybe just unsure about the right. yes yeah, uh, you okay. know yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like, I mean, like, if I was in their position, I would have been embarrassed to have these fucking lulas yeah. <laughs> uh, spewing stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the worst thing about balance, is when you're trying to find a balance debate on any subject, you pick the two strongest arguers on both sides, and sometimes they're both lunatics. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to get balance. Right. It should be a fight, I think, just like yeah, a sure, big really. all out. <laughs> like I can't I kinda can't wait. I really enjoy lead ups to big referendums and debates like this. Like it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. And the media is usually quite funny. How fun um, will the abortion one be? The abortion one will be uh, a dirty little fight. Yeah, I think it's gonna be head wrecking though. It's gonna be head but I, I never find it I always enjoy them. Really? Yeah. Even the marriage quality one? Yes, yeah, that was yeah, the most yeah. kind of celebratory one ever, probably. And, yeah. you know, it was the first time it was for something truly joyful and about love. But yeah. even still, I was like, oh, look at all this bullshit, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, that's funny, yeah, seeing Fina Gale jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it's only room in that <laughs> tiny bandwagon. <laughs> I don't know, you could run after the bandwagon if you want. The bandwagon actually was here hours ago. You missed the bandwagon. <laughs> but um, you can say you're on it. Um, we can get a photo with the bandwagon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, the abortion one. I don't know. Will it be as funny because it's more serious? Yeah, it's not as. Uh, I don't know. Like if it was more serious than than gays. Like I don't know. No, well, it's not. That it's not. It's not more. Maybe but more it, serious, but it's. Um, it it's has room for way more nasty shit. But there was definitely like, room yeah. for way, making way more jokes with. The, yeah. the gay merge yeah. referendum. As a comedian. But at the same <laughs> time, As a comedian. Even, yeah, but even we're if you're... We're not to tread carefully with... Abortion. With abortion. Right, right in our abortion jokes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even that's the thing. Like, even Because if you're, you know, yes, equality, that's great, happy, everybody can talk about that. It's brilliant. But being pro-choice, it's not pro-abortion. You know, it's just pro-choice. It's not like... Yeah. It's not like if we get this law passed or we repeal the eighth that everyone's going to be delighted we have it now. It's just... About more time. fairness. It's yeah, just about time, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah I was, uh, I was chatting to, I was getting a taxi this evening, and there was an Indian guy driving, and I was asking about the Angelus. Right. I was like, uh, do you like? Are you aware of the Angelus? Do you listen to the Angelus and the telly? Do, is it? Because it, like it used to be just a Catholic thing. There used to be like a picture of the Virgin Mary praying to Gabriel. Who's, he's the dude who delivered the semen, was it? <laughs> I think Gabriel delivered the semen? I think it was a stork or something, as far as no, I remember. Them on. You know, I don't remember anything. This is, um, you're talking American fairy tales. <laughs> I'm talking Middle Eastern fairy tales. Um, okay, Gabriel. It was Gabriel. And yeah. you know, their Bible study was Gabriel brought the seed. Semen. And I keep saying semen. <laughs> that image. Um, but yeah, that was the initial Angelus. And then it kind of got watered down. Oh, right. And now it's like, I think it's fucking two young lads on a PlayStation or something. Yeah. Come, like with bongs in the background. Oh, um, is it? But it's, yeah, like it's way more. It's, it's not a, PlayStation. It's a, what is it? Like a video or something? It's like, yeah. I haven't seen it for the last 20 yeah, years. I don't know. Uh, the Angelus. It used to be like <laughs> people, like a lad would be digging a hole and then he'd hear the bong yeah, and he'd look up. <laughs> and then he blessed himself. That's and then, so nice. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, and it was always people doing stuff, and then they would hear it, and they would forget what they were doing and pray. Oh. Um, but then, like in the last couple of years, it's become more inclusive, is the, uh, I suppose, the, right. the uh, idea. Um, and yes, it's people not. not really praying, it's sort of just people just doing shit, just like <laughs> washing the car, and the bombs are <laughs> in the background, you're like, oh, yeah. There's the bongs. Um, but I was, I was wondering if somebody from another religion would hear the Angelus and 
it would be a call to prayer for them, you know. Yeah. But he said, no, I don't watch OTE. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then we started talking about kind of religious differences and he was saying how things have changed where he's from and, you know, lads don't go around carrying knives really anymore. Um, That's probably good. It's Yeah, it's handy, especially if you're going to the airport, I suppose, <laughs> um, to have, you know, sacrificial knives <laughs> on your side. But, um, yeah, he was saying, like... He brought up the abortion thing of the the Savita case, like, and like he was just fucking shocked that this shit still goes on in this country. Like, yeah. it's I don't know what my point is. It's like yep. even he started, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it wasn't that. Yeah, for the record, it's a it's a good point well made. Um, but even like it's I suppose a terrible it's, point. No, terribly it's, made. it's a phenomenal point well made, and we'll just play that on repeat for the entire podcast. Um, but of course, it, it does matter. Like you know, when there's other people come into the country and then they see this horrible shit, it's yeah. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Like if we vote, if we vote for abortion, like there's, we're not going to be having abortion parties. Like yeah. and you know, it's people aren't going to be having abortion showers. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, with a with a baby shower, you know, it's yeah. just. But they could, they would potentially be more fun because you could, you would be able to drink the mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get but, pissed. But like that's that's probably their fear. Like I always imagine that they like, like people from my own end stuff so kind of imagine that we're going to be giving out. You know, brothers will be buying their sisters gift vouchers at Christmas to get abortions. You know, it's just going to be willy nilly. Because me and the girls on a Saturday night, we just love to just drink and get abortions. <laughs> you know, it's there's. Not, I don't think any woman who seeks an abortion, you know, goes about it in a flippant way. You know, it's like it's not a pleasant experience. Yeah, and yeah. it's she's doing it for the right reasons. It's her choice, and that's that's. It shouldn't really be up for debate. Like, yeah, it's like the way the the marriage referendum. It should we really? There shouldn't have really been a referendum. They should have like in England. They just voted through the to- the Tories. Just yeah. went, yeah, the no biggest cause in England. Yeah. So like, if, if, if we had if we had gone against it, like we would have been worse than the Tories. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And they had the power in this country. To yeah. in, but they're like, let's just wait until absolutely yeah. everybody <laughs> gives an opinion. But we first. put the, we put the spin on it, didn't we? It's like we were the, the first country in the world to uh, to pass it by popular vote. Yeah, That's so that spin. was nice. So that makes it look good. Yeah. Yeah, That's my brother nice. and um, his and his girlfriend they got engaged, and uh, her name is Antonia. His name is Declan, and they, but we got, we all called her Tony. And when they got home from Australia, they booked into a restaurant here to have an engagement party under Declan and Tony. And when they <laughs> arrived, the guy was like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He thought he was going to be hosting his first, like, gay party, you know? <laughs> and he was really disappointed. <laughs> he made a point of going over to Antonia and just saying, like, I was hoping you'd be a bloke. <laughs> you know? and, uh, but, Fucking uh, heteros. Yeah. <laughs> they're so, they're so, so out that's, of fashion that's, now. That's nice to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's do a game show. Okay. Okay. Because you there know, a cash prize. There is a no. The cash prize was, was all put well, on that uh, story. Well, I'm taking this cup with me anyway. That's the winner gets regardless. the headstuff cup. I'm taking all three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So we've got three rounds, and actually after that we're going to have audience questions. So if you have them, write them down on the little piece of card. You're only allowed five questions each now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, could you pick them up, maybe? 
So, we've got three rounds. This is a, this is a game show with three rounds to find out who's the best. Oh. Is, it, is it Kevin? Is it Andrea? I'm dreading this. Um, so Andrea's taking steroids just before we start. <laughs> <laughs> These are all very physical games. Um, so, <laughs> uh, no, there are three. There's word association, we'll have a story, and we'll have a Google game, we'll call it. Okay. Right. So the first round, I don't know how I'm going to mark this yet. It's going to be marked very similarly to QI. Okay. In that nobody knows how... Willy-nilly. Yeah. It's done. Willy-nilly. So the first one is a word association game, right? So I'm going to read a word. I haven't seen these yet. Somebody else wrote these down. And um, when I say the word... Tomato. <laughs> exactly. You can say the first word that comes to your head. And one of you will get more points than the other. Okay. Um, so I should have got an extra point there, though. I started the game Do you know there. what? You're getting an extra point. Yes. Wait, what does word That's got to do with tomato? I don't know. But I like it. Because he said word, and I just thought the, the best word. <laughs> word. Okay. Oh. <laughs> do you know what we should do as well? We'll put, we'll put some music behind this okay. when, 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 when we have the podcast out. So it's like a game show. Okay. And it'll, oh, be, cool. it'll be fun, you know. It'll be like kind of, you know, jaunty so music. pretend that we just heard jaunty music. And, I'll, and, yeah. we'll, and multiply. Bob I want this to sound like the fucking three arena. Yeah. <laughs> right? We'll, we don't need to multiply anything. We'll just have everyone be nice and loud. <laughs> uh, okay. Right, and you both shout at the same time, right? Okay. Ninja. Uh, fighter. Dead. What do you, what do you say? <laughs> oh, does it have to be a noun? Or uh, no, word? it can be anything. Just the first what thing did she say? She said dead. Dead? Dead, because I'd be a ninja and you would be dead. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair stretch. I said fighter. That's closer. Stand up. Comedy. Dead. <laughs> Puffin. Fox. <laughs> She's taking yeah, way too long. To, I'm gonna have to ask you to hurry up. All after. I can think about is a fucking dead puffin. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have chosen a different second word. <laughs> okay. Dead. Cat. <laughs> this is not word association. <laughs> this is Andrea thinks for that five lad. seconds. Um, cow. <laughs> dead cow. <laughs> So my words tonight were dead, 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 <laughs> dead cow. <laughs> She's consistent. Nuts. Bolts. Gaga. Uh, and oh, a penny. Like, not a penny. Not a penny. Hey. Hey. See that? Are you listening to me and a Kenny? <laughs> Are you listening up to this podcast? To a t- talking directly into your ears to influence you. Whenever I stay in a in a hotel, the first thing I do is stays in a hotel. That's what I don't say. <laughs> when, I, when I don't stay in hotels very often, but when I do, I first hotels in I was, now, I was staying in a hotel in a B and B type hotel in Monaghan over the weekend for two nights at the Clones Film Festival and. Uh, because they had a bath, I had about seven baths the time I was there. And uh, I love to take a picture of my feet in the bath and the water all the way up to the top <laughs> and just send a little tweet to Enda Kenny saying, Enda Kenny, not a penny. <laughs> seven baths, one day. Seven baths, one day. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but we shouldn't be wasting water unless you're having <laughs> <laughs> unless you're having a good time doing it. I was mostly doing it because like if the the water was constantly hot and I was very cold, 
But do you know what? I was so cold that I didn't realize how hot the water was. And I got out of the bath and my body was completely burnt. <laughs> uh, but back to... Come on, back to the competition. <laughs> Somebody... Cake. Oh. Eating now. <laughs> I, I was too slow. So too I, slow. I, yeah. Horror. What? Horror. Film. Horror. Oh, Horror. These are terrible. I'm just like... Uh, these aren't really in, like jumps into my mind. At okay, all. here's one for you. Here's one. Sexting. Oh. <laughs> Stop it. Groan. <laughs> uh, okay, we don't. What's going to be fun? What's going eggplant? Oh, I no, know that's a racial you. term, <laughs> so I'm not touching that with a very very large bird. Is it a racial term? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is it for yeah. Aubergine? Or maybe I'm just getting that from True Romance. You know the scene in True Romance with uh, Dennis Hopper and uh, Christopher Re- Christopher Walken. Right. He, he, I don't remember it. He used, maybe that's just something he made up. Hey, maybe it's not a racial term. Maybe it should be. <laughs> yeah. Let's start that tonight. Yeah. Hey, get those eggplants out of here. <laughs> I don't serve no eggplants. Choo-choo. Although, what if that is a, a racial term? Oh, yeah. Then we'd sound like idiots. Cut it out, baby. Head of point. Okay. Last one. Melons. Collie. <laughs> Do not stick your dick in a melon. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a few words. Uh, just no, no. No dick. No dick. <laughs> no, no, no dick. Dead, 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 dead cow. <laughs> Perfect. There's a lovely rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. Will we do the scores after each round? No. Let's see. We'll do we'll tot it up. I want to be end. surprised. Okay. It's going to be very surprising. Surprisimo. Is that? <laughs> the next round don't know if is... That's a language. I'm going to type something into Google. Okay. And then you have to finish the Google the suggestion. The yeah. Okay. So... Are you doing one at a time? Are we yeah. giving different ones? Yeah, one at a time. So, how do you... Know if you have worms? <laughs> no. All right. How do you... Know if your husband's gay? Hmm, <laughs> that's a good one. I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you these three and then I'm going to put in no. So these three are, how do you get scabies? What? <laughs> how do you get thrush? Huh. How do you make pancakes? Obviously. Well, this is... And how do you not. get shingles? Is this a reflection... <laughs> on us? On what you like to do? <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known that I've gone incognito, so... <laughs> okay, how do you know... That he really loves you? Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to give you a point for that. How do you know if a girl likes you? Ah, it's pretty okay, close. Yeah. It's, it's what every close. man in the bloody world wants to know. She, t- she texts you non-stop, <laughs> and all she wants is a reply. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know. How she, do you know if you... How do you know if you... How do you know if you... How do you know if you... <laughs> Could be Anton. Like, put in R. Okay. And see, and see. How do you know if you are? How do you know if you are? <laughs> how do you know? How do you know if you are going to maybe? 
<laughs> You're, hold on a second. She's orchestrating this question. She, yeah. You're leading the witness. She's, she's pulling the wool over her eyes here. How I'm going to need an answer for how do you know if you are... On fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've got nothing. Uh, I think you've already said it. What did I say? Gay? I don't know if you're gay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that, but then I didn't want to sound like I was obsessed with <laughs> gay. No, but this isn't you. This isn't you. This is people, you know. Fair enough, but... Yeah. And then, and then how do you know if you are pregnant? Oh, how do you know if you are blocked on Viber? Oh, well, really? Viber? Is People still use Viber, Jesus. do they? I use Viber. You can draw pictures on it. It's great fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do you know if you're pregnant? Yeah. Okay. What? That's a good one. As long as you don't have one of those surprise babies. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what is that blank? Big. What is a big... <laughs> what is it? See, my mind immediately goes to the gutter. What gutter-er. is a big... <laughs> just, yeah, go, just go to the first page of my mind. What is a big penis? <laughs> um, what I'll is just, a big penis? Is it like that? You have to say it like a Jewish comedian. I put in, I put what in is a big penis? <laughs> uh, what? what is a big personality is all that came up for a P? What? What is a... <laughs> what is a big bra size? Oh... Do you want me to answer that? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> a big... More than can go in the hands. <laughs> what about you if you have very small hands? But that's perfect, and that's your perfect match. <laughs> yeah, small you know hands, I mean? small tits. That's all they Everybody's want. Everybody's happy. That's all they want, a little... <laughs> I wouldn't be satisfied with that now. No. If I was a... Neither would I. I'm I not satisfied as a man if I was into with this chest. <laughs> This, this one is difficult. Okay. You look like you're playing the piano. <laughs> this is a recital. So I'm going to move that a little bit. Do you have any... Do you have, thank, thank you. Do you, yes. have, do you have... What do you want to ask Google? Any suggestions? Take from the audience. Any suggestions? For a question? A leading question? What colour? What colour... <laughs> the, the president be. What? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> what color should other than my my poop be? That I think that's what that. yeah, yeah. What color should your stools be? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. think that's and stools. They're not talking think, about yeah. furniture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can have another one here. What color should? What color should my wee be? Yeah. What color should your line be? Wow. Yeah. And clear. Sometimes. <laughs> and if also, if you're really hydrated, it should be clear. The yep. darker it is, the smellier it is. Probably you're having a great time with yourself, but like, if it's brown, gotta keep hydrated. Yeah, you're doing. You're out of stag, basically. You're, yeah, if you're, yeah, and if you're pissing blood, then <laughs> call the doctor. Call the doctor. Call the, the the midnight nurse. Uh, there's another question that I think you should answer here. Um, okay. What color should I paint my house? It's a, it's a good oh, yeah. question. Um, eggshell white. Okay. It's subtle. It is. <laughs> yeah. I like the, yeah, I like the white house. Kind of a mad coloured door. Yeah. With a what's, nice, nice knocker. What's a mad coloured door? <laughs> um, I don't know. I used to think that red doors were silly. But you know what? I think they're nice now. Red and green doors, like, a, like the olden post boxes. <laughs> or... Like the door of my house is black, and uh, 
sometimes it looks a bit sad. Yeah. I wish it was a happier colour. I wish it was yellow or something. Why don't you paint your door? <laughs> Do you know what? Because paint is fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> and I am renting in that house and I'm not giving that landlord a penny. Do you think I'm going to bring up the value of his house? <laughs> no way. I'm going to bring it down. <laughs> I'm going to wreck that place. <laughs> and I'm going to move on to the next fucking town. We'll say Bad cuckoo. Bad cuckoo. What? <laughs> Bad cuckoo. Bad cuckoo. <laughs> what, what do you think of this, uh, this cows hanging from strings motif? I think this place just has so much personality. It's <laughs> kind of like a hipster museum exploded in a pub. That is um, there's a lot of action here. A lot of action. There's lights up here. We've got um, paintings of famous lads look, squinting at cows. <laughs> got alternative posters to Hollywood movies <laughs> um, pictures of iconic albums it's just the dog's bollocks great okay I have one last one why do I why do I hate my father <laughs> no points no nil points if this was ancient Greece, that would be fucking spot on. Although I put in hate, and it's why do I hate myself so much? Why do I hate everyone? Oh, why do I myself. hate people? I forgot about my fucking stupid self. Oh, is, is it why do I hate? <laughs> no, I took. I just put in just why to do see. I, why do I have no money? Why do I hate my mother? Is this last one, not my father? Oh. Uh, why do I have no money? Why do I have no no friends though? Oh. Number one. Oh, of course. There, yeah. that's more important, isn't it? <laughs> Than killing your mother. <laughs> why do I? Sleep. Keep. Uh, what? Keep. What do I keep? Why do I keep my, my own piss in a jar? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep um, asking Google retarded fucking questions that they can never fucking give me a good answer to? <laughs> Why do I keep farting? Oh. Yeah. Andre, um, could you ask that, that me? question? Yeah. <laughs> Why do I sweat so much and why do I feel so lonely? Oh, God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Depressing. Google's pretty grim. Let's move on to the next part of this. Uh, of this. And, and the third and final round. So, what's going to happen here is our wonderful guests are going to have two minutes exactly to tell their most effective forward slash funny story to you found people. And then I'm going to give them a score based on it somehow. Um, but you've exactly two minutes, so it has True to be story. finished by the time the countdown thing stops. Is this going to be in the podcast? Do we have to get rights for the <laughs> countdown music? Or is this is going to be in the podcast? Because I could tell two okay. different kinds of stories. <laughs> okay. Is this a broadcast? This broadcasting? Will, we'll, put, we'll put this in the podcast. All right, well, then I'm going to tell story B. Story B, okay. <laughs> who who would like to go first? I don't mind. Yeah, you go first. Okay, I'll go okay. first. Andrea was, will be better than mine. You've got she has had a way funnier life than me. <laughs> You've got two minutes, and I'll say one minute, 30 seconds, and 10 seconds, and then I'll cut you off at the end. No. Okay. One minute and 30 seconds. That's enough. And then I'll cut you off at the end, all right? Okay. I'll do 10 seconds like this. Okay. Ready? Yes. This is all very serious and important. I don't really know how long. Okay. <laughs> You'll know when it's a minute. Yeah, all right. One, two, three, go. Um, well, I joined a basketball team when I was about 14, 13 or 14. In my school, basketball was really big. Um, different from football because you don't have sleeves on your shirts. Um, and I was self-conscious about this because I lacked underarm hair at this point in my sexual development. Um, and you could get away with it in training because you're wearing t-shirts, but for the big game, you gotta wear the uniform, you gotta show off those arms, you gotta show off those pits. 
and I was panicking big time. I think I could have actually a minute of extra time. Um, but I, um, the game was coming up and I wanted to have underarm hair because I was worried about all the other lads. So I cut off absolutely all of my pubes, of which there were many, because I didn't know you had to trim them. So it was just like this, like my penis and balls looked like a rabbi before this and it was just like a sort of a sheared back One of the minute. dog um, after it and I super glued um, half my pubes to one pit and half to the other and went out to the game full of confidence um, and when I got out there and I saw everyone else like only like two lads had underarm hair and it was really unnecessary for me to do any of this. <laughs> and as I sweated, the glue became undone. <laughs> and um, there was just balls of my pubes rolling around the court like tumbleweeds. Um, and I don't know, I just wish that my father would have talked to me more as a child. <laughs> I got 12 seconds left. <laughs> with... with only eight seconds remaining, so pretty good. Uh, is that a true story? Yep. Phenomenal. Uh, yeah, it's not like a stand-up story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I wouldn't chill out that shit to you guys. <laughs> this was real talk. Wow. Wow. Um, great story. Thank you for sharing, Andrea. Yeah, feel lifted. Your two minutes starts in one, three, two, one, go. When chats go bad. Um, <laughs> The f one of the first times that I went to a music festival, uh, for some reason, it was very rainy. For some reason, um, there were people from Tampax ha handing out free tampons of this new. Uh, oh no! This, yeah, Kevin knows the story of this new of this new tampon that was out, and sure didn't like. I love a free thing, so I took loads of them and I had them in my pockets and uh, when my tent got a bit wet I was uh, wiping it up wiping it up with the tampons and it was a great crack and then sure I wasn't having a great time at the festival and I went in to see one of my favourite bands and I can't remember which band that was now but I, I was having a great time and uh, drinking loads and I went to this little hippie tent and I bought three musical instruments with my last bit of money for some reason and uh, I was having a great time. I have to stress that now. One minute. Having a, gr having a great, fucking great time. <laughs> and I got into the pit, and I can't remember who was headlining this festival now, but I obviously was determined to see them and didn't want to leave the festival. So I wanted to stay in the pit. And uh, oh, this time is counting down now. 43, <laughs> 42, 41. Stop looking at it. Okay. And I was in. Yeah, so basically... Um, I had, a, I had a big urge in me to do a wee, and uh, this is definitely going to be going live. Wait, I had a big urge in me to do a wee, and I fucking panicked, and in my drunken state, I said, I know what soaks up a lot of fucking moisture. <laughs> so I opened up five or six tampons and just shoved them in my knickers, and I just, I just started weeing. I was just standing there in front of a load of people and I just started weeing. But you know what? The fucking thing started projecting out and it was, it was like this. It was, it was mad. And uh, this woman behind me just said, oh my God, that girl is pissing herself. <laughs> and uh, 
I just immediately started crying and uh, <laughs> ran away. And my friend didn't know what to do when she turned around to this woman and went, thanks very much, you fucking bitch. She just got a kidney transplant. This is her first day out and you're fucking laughing at her. And your one got really upset and she was like, I'm so, so sorry. And then my friend went looking for me and I was rolling around in a puddle because I thought, I, I saw this puddle, this mucky puddle in the corner and I said, I, if I get a bit mucky and a bit wet, people won't know that this is we. They'll just think I had a tumble. And I just, I just threw myself into this puddle and then jumped up. And then my friend came along and she didn't know how, she didn't know how to console me. I was inconsolable. I was just crying because I was like, I'm after humiliating myself in front of the whole country, I thought. And now all of ye. And um, sure then didn't I just say, do you know what? There'll be some time in a few years from now when I'm talking about this to a bunch of strangers and I'll think that was good crack wasn't it and uh, it was worth it for the story the end (laughs) (laughs) well you know exactly what two minutes is so that's good what? No. Yeah, no I <laughs> Wonderful don't. story. Let's maybe not go in too much into the truth of it, or maybe not bring it up again. It's 100% or, fact. Yeah, I can imagine I that think, is. Yeah. I think um, even though Andrea was grossly over time, grossly over time, she easily wins the story competition. The winners of the overall oh, competition. Oh, yeah, all the points. Oh, yeah. All the points added up. In second place, on 12 points, can we have a, a, a medium round of applause for Kevin McGahern? And in first place, on 14 points, Andrea Farrell. Some people shouting at the back of the room there. <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear more of this, but uh, oh, t- apparently the time is up in the podcast. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, we'll have to be asked back again. <laughs> okay, we've got a few audience questions. They can be quick fire enough, and some of them are directly to one person, and some... Not so much. Okay. And I haven't read them all, so I don't know what's going to happen here. Uh, who do you think is the most pioneering comedian of our generation? And then it says, right now. In Ireland? <laughs> of our generation. Um, yes. In Ireland? I suppose that's what you mean. Is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably, I don't know. It kind of... McSavage always blows my mind every time I see him. Mm. I don't know, pioneering means like you're sort of, you're on a trail, you're a trailblazer. Trailblazer, yeah. You're setting things up for the lads to come after you. Well, Tommy Tiernan obviously was mm. the big one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, what do you think, Dre? Um, what was the question again? Who is... Oh, a pioneer. Who is your daddy? No, read it out. Yeah, who do you think is the most pioneering for slash trailblazing comedian of our generation right now? I suppose our generation. I don't. It doesn't have to be Irish. <laughs> it doesn't have, it doesn't to, be have Irish. to be Irish. Trailblazing. Well, like it's weird, like because comedy, there's so many different types of comedians. Mm. Yeah. Um, like you have, you know, you have character comics, you have conversational fucking Mac- Michael McIntyre guys. Mm. Um, so it's weird. It's a it's a weird question. There's no more pioneers. In one way, it's hard because I suppose you look back. It's like a retrospective thing, isn't it? So like people like Jerry Seinfeld was yeah, definitely pioneering. Stephen Wright was definitely pioneering. We'll, yeah. we'll answer that question Lenny, in ten years' time. <laughs> Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce. Um, Richard Pryor. Mm. Yeah. Who else was big ones? I'd yeah. say for we'll us, look- Tommy Dernan was probably the biggest. 
And since then, I don't know if anyone's really changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say looking back in a few years' time, people will fondly look back on people like Maeve Higgins and Eleanor Tiernan. Mm. Um, Eleanor Tiernan is actually, I think she's Tommy yeah, Tiernan's like, cousin. She is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Um, well, like, I think, yeah, well, definitely for... I, I will, just, anyway. Is that, se- is that sexist to say that definitely for female comedians like Eleanor Tiernan and Maeve Higgins were fucking hugely influential mm. for female comedians. They were they're hugely influential for everyone, Kevin. Yeah, I, I, I don't even I don't even see gender. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I know what you mean. But I'm just thinking if I was if I was a chick <laughs> if if I was a female comedian Yeah, that justifies it. <laughs> well they would give me hope. Like I mean yeah. I think it's hard it's a lot harder for female comedians in Ireland because first of all you to have do to what? <laughs> to be plumbers um, <laughs> because like you fucking had people come up to you after gigs like I'll tell you something that was brilliant I know you usually think women are boring old biddies yeah they don't find women funny they always, but you seem like, they always go on like you're, they're paying you a compliment yeah. like <laughs> I don't normally like female women comedians <laughs> but you are very good you know and you're meant to kind of grin and bear it and say thanks very much for that fucking slur that came out of your mouth there <laughs> you know but um, if you go to uh, open mic night and you see eight terrible male comedians in a row and one bad female it's for a lot of people it's the female that they, re- they remember they're like oh yeah I saw a female comedian once she was terrible yet they don't really remember it. the eight yeah. utterly shit men who went before her yeah. is that because people because are bastards they, I suppose they don't stand out as much being a, mm. a white man, you're just wallpaper. Yeah. Um, and as well, there's like I mean, there's the argument. People say, "Oh yeah, there's um, there's not enough women doing comedy." Uh, women just have way more humility. <laughs> uh, a man is way more um, kind of blind to his lack of skills. Like a woman will be way more self-critical and go, you know what, maybe I'm not that fucking funny, whereas a lad who has four friends who slap on the back and tell him he's hilarious, yeah, say, yeah fucking give it a shot, yeah, fucking tell a few jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're way, we're way, way bigger arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely way more lad comedians who are just probably the lad who's funny down in the pub and then brings that on stage. Yeah. And I never liked those. Yeah, those they're guys. completely delusional. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you actually judged, like, percentage-wise... I think, yeah, girls will come out on top. Like ratio-wise? I'm, no, I'm talking about sex, bro. <laughs> <laughs> do you like pepperoni? Do you like pineapple on pizza? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that was the, the, the dream. What? That, swords. Was, that was the dream. Getting the pineapple, pineapple on a pizza. Ham and pineapple pizza. The tropical dream. What is what? That's just like that was a little slice of a little slice of Hawaii. A little slice of Hawaii. A little slice of Hawaii in North County Dublin. That's what that was. Pineapple didn't come to us until 2001, I think. Yeah, it was after 9/11 anyway. Before that was just banana. <laughs> you'd be lucky to get a banana and a pizza. See well, there was a suggestion on this. It says say no, so you're both wrong. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's subjective. No, it says say no. Oh, hey, no. sorry. No. <laughs> I'll never go back Minus to 10 points here. each. Uh, what would you do if... There's no mixy jizz days, we're good. <laughs> 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 what 
What? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, what would you do if RTE recorded you for the Angelus? Well, oh, oh, right. What, uh, you're doing act- something activity, in the bombs and then you're looking uh, up there. What activity would I be doing? Um, yeah, what, what activity? I don't, I'd be on top of Crow Patrick um, dismantling that cross with an uh, angle grinder. Uh, I'd just pause and reflect for a moment. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. My dog is getting neutered tomorrow, so <laughs> I, could, I would be castrating a dog. And this, you stop the doctor. No, doctor, stop. <laughs> Leave one in. <laughs> For the miracle. <laughs> I've got, I've, I've got the sign. <laughs> Give right. him a bit of pride. <laughs> uh, Andrea, this one's just for you. What was Mark Marin like in the flesh? <gasps> Let me tell you, girls. <laughs> what he was like in the flesh was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know he was lovely. Uh, I was very scared, very intimidated at that gig because I got it. I got called to do that gig, uh, and a day before, so I had like less than twenty four hours to prepare for the gig, which is kind of perfect because otherwise I would have freaked out and pooed everywhere. Because <laughs> for people that don't know, we should probably tell them that you had to perform a double act with Mark Maron for an hour and a half. <laughs> no, you you support him in Baker Street. Yeah. Right. Just for uh, no, he was lovely. He was like kind of like, kind of like he is on stage, but a little bit more relaxed, right. I suppose. But st- also still kind of a bit anxious as well. <laughs> which is he's, he's very he's a endearing person to talk to. I had heard people say that he was a bit kind of difficult, but I didn't find that at all. I just found him. You found very, him easy. I Those found people him, are dickheads. Who said yeah, that. <laughs> I found him very endearing and really, really nice. And then he even gave me a shout out on his podcast, which was really nice. Oh, that's nice. So. Which episode is that? Oh, who was I you was told me? To it. I can't remember. Who was he? Um, oh, it wasn't Obama? No. No, no, it was after Obama. No, no, a good few weeks after that. Did he? How do you pronounce your name? It's like. And Andrea, Andrea, Andrea whatever way he <laughs> pronounced it, that's the, that's the way I'm going by my name from now on, right? That's my new name. Cool. Um, I should, I'll give you that because that's underlined twice for some reason. Uh, what's your spirit animal? Coyote. Nice. Um, for some reason, I was going to say daffodil there, but that's not a fucking animal. Um... Vincent Brown. <laughs> that's who, when she takes Bioti, that's who she hallucinates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another one for Andrea. Can we please hear more of your dad's poetry? Um, God, I don't know if I know any more. Like, must. offhand. Like, he's... No, I, don't, I actually don't know them all. But I'll, I'll, I'll do something with them. Uh, a big... Poetry extravaganza <laughs> on dis- December twenty fifth. One of the days, <laughs> December twenty fifth. <25th. laughs> Everyone has to come out. December twenty fifth in my local church. Be there. <laughs> That's what you'll have to do. Uh, what was the greatest comedy gig you ever saw? And then this person gives a suggestion, or not a suggestion, gives their favorite, and I'll give that after. Um, I was at Galway Comedy Festival last weekend, mm. and I saw I saw Terry Alderton 
yeah. who I'd never seen before, and he's part of a group called the Two Johns, what they do a kind of side project. And it's a long, long time since I laughed that hard, like childish, joyous, kind of st- Steve Martin kind of laughter. Yeah. Um, it was just really surreal, and it, it kind of just hit me in the face um, about kind of how, uh, I don't know, I just felt ashamed as a comedian. <laughs> like, uh, it was just so fucking weird and different and strange and surreal. It just made you feel guilty as someone who just goes up and talks shit for 20 minutes. He just, like a lot of sound effects and stuff, is it? Did he do all that? Yeah, of? like he, he'd have a lot of... Um, he has this lovely bit where he... <laughs> He holds up the microphone. He, t- he says, like, uh, yeah, I've got so many thoughts, me. I've got so many thoughts. I've got so many thoughts in my head, so many thoughts. And he holds up the microphone, and there's a sound. It just goes, <laughs> And he just plonks the microphone on his skull. And all you hear from a recording is just, ham, 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 chicken. Uh, and throughout the gig, when he's interacting with people at the audience, he redoes it, but with their heads. And uh, he did this. There was this old guy in the front row, and he plonked it on his head, and it was just like hellscape. It was just like, now I'm going to kill them all. And uh, this guy who was annoying him, he put it on his head, and it was just like nothing. And it was like a room full of people laughing their holes off at a man holding a, a microphone to another man's head. And it was, it was the, like, it was like a real insult. It was like, ha, ha, ha. Like, we believed the logic. Yeah. It was like, ha, ha, he's got a fucking, he's got a microphone in your head, you got nothing in your head, you fucking dickhead. Like, it was so much fun. I forgot how much fun stand-up could actually be, you know? Yeah. Um, but what was the exact question? Who do I? Yeah. Um, yeah I, I saw him years ago actually, and he did the thing where he put the microphone in his mouth and then kind of pretended to be a robot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Paul Curry <laughs> is another um, comedian. I remember when I first saw him, uh, just for kind of surrealness as well, just for odd Andy Kaufman style comedy. Okay. That made me laugh a lot when I first saw him, yeah. Northern yeah. Ireland guy. Andrea? Tree? Um, just. A few weeks ago, I went to see Hannibal Perez in Vicker oh, yeah. Street, and I, I th- just thought he was absolutely brilliant. Like he just there was, I just had a great time. I was laughing, <laughs> laughing my fucking head off. Yeah. But he had this great bit about he he said he went to see this kind of shitty uh, black rapper in Canada, and he was re- he do, didn't do he, really need to mention the race. Go <laughs> Kevin doesn't see race. <laughs> You can blank that out. He went to see this shitty rapper in Amer- in Canada, and uh, he he happened to be like kind of, I think as he was crossing the border, you know, you have to state what you're going over for business or pleasure, or whatever. He wasn't going over specifically for the gig or whatever, but he just happened to catch. I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Is that who it was? Yeah. Were you there? Uh, yeah, I was at the gig. Oh yeah, yeah. I was at but the Riff Raff gig. This is the with Hannibal Buress. Well, like, the, the, this no. is just the, the funniest joke I'd heard in so long where he basically said, like, and Riff Raff wasn't very good. Like, all he did was kind of, like, he sang along to a few songs <laughs> that were kind of pre-recorded. He just stood on stage and every so often be like, yeah, so... But then, like, then Hannibal read... Use that microphone there. <laughs> <laughs> Then so Hannibal basically said, like imagine if a comedian came on stage and did that, you know. And he had a DJ on stage with him and the DJ played like a recording from his last set in London. 
and uh, it was just him telling this joke and at the end of the joke he would just go fried chicken <laughs> she ain't happy <laughs> and like he was just like just like saying the punchlines we were all having a big laugh and it was like what is he's doing a great job isn't he yeah and like that I'm saying that that was the best gig that I've ever seen because it was the, probably the most recent gig that I've ever seen <laughs> but I do believe it probably was the best it gig was I've ever great. seen it was brilliant yeah. and then at the end he treated to us to a, a bad rap I of was his like, own. yeah he did this terrible rap at the end that was so funny and <laughs> then he rap, just rap, shouted ballerinas <laughs> and like got these six random ballerinas out on stage to just dance and um, oh, it was a hoot! It was a hoot! <laughs> it was a hoot! It's a couple of hundred years since I've heard that phrase. <laughs> um, the, the person who wrote this, um, and it was part of my friend because I was at this gig as well, and it's also one of my favourite ones. It was in the the Vodafone Comedy Festival in the Ivy Gardens, and it was the lineup with uh, John Mulaney, Nick Kroll, David Doherty, and Maeve Higgins. I was at that. It, it was, was very phenomenal, good. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Mulaney. John Mulaney. I'd never seen him before. Yeah. It's really, really funny. It was just, it was something special. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are your favourite comedy... Give her two points. Uh, yes. Yeah. What are your favourite comedy TV shows of all time? This again is a suggestion. <laughs> they, they feel like they're... All time. They people Day don't. to Day, Brass Eye, Father Ted, Eastbound and Down, Kirby Enthusiasm, probably Seinfeld as well. Oh, they're both Freaks and Geeks. Um, what else did I really, really love? Gart Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah. A lot of Channel 4 ones, actually. You shed it as well. Um, things that I can never just stop oh, super watching. Normal. Oh, super yeah. normal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Faulty Towers, Only Fools and Horses. Basically, and Dave, is it? Father Ted. <laughs> yeah, basically, Dave. <laughs> basically, Dave. No, see, when I, grew, when I was growing up, I had uh, the, the woman who lived next door to me uh, died and had no family. So we had to empty out her house. And she uh, was this, uh, a psychiatrist and she had all these tapes and cassette tapes. My dad took all her tapes with all her patient information and he recorded over all of them with his poetry. That would have been gold. Oh my God, I know. But then I also, she, she listened, she didn't have a TV, but she just listened to lots of audiobooks and audio plays and everything. But she had... Um, the two seasons of Faulty Towers on cassette tape and that's probably that was probably the first comedy I listened to mm. I was very young and I thought it was fucking hilarious and it's still very funny today <laughs> brilliant uh, Kevin has the man that slipped on the ice reached out to you um, no um, I have heard sometimes people will give me an update mm. like once every two years <laughs> somebody will say oh I fucking I saw that guy yeah. like he works last I heard he was working in um, a spa I think he did comment on the video I remember <laughs> did he though there's, 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 there are comments under the video people like saying oh that's fucking Joey Jojo and it's just every 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 yeah every few months it's like yeah no I know that is me <laughs> but that's not me that's another man playing me but there was a lot of confusion <laughs> over that. Like, I remember just, a lot of comments. It, it's mad. The back of your head yeah. looks like the back of that mad Egypt head <laughs> as well. He actually made it because the back of your head looks like the back of his head. Tom, yeah, Tom yeah. Walsh. Yeah. Tom, it was Tom Walsh's idea. He said, hey, come here, look at this video. <laughs> he looks like the back of you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went over to us. He said about making a video, so I went over to the house, and we would nothing written down. And then... 
halfway through like filming interviews, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if like he was just that clumsy like all the time? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just sort of came from that. Yeah. But um, no, uh, he hasn't killed himself. And <laughs> is that what was the question? Uh, has he reached out to you? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Tom, uh, Tom Walsh is great. He has. He's got great. Age. He's. He's I, a very. Funny, I love funny Tom Walsh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Andrea, uh, what do you think? Oh wait, let me read through this first before I read it out. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> what do you think your dad would make of your poem, "Dead, Dead, Dead, Dead Cow"? <laughs> He'd probably. Uh, want to sit down with me and discuss it more <laughs> in-depthly. Um, where is the cow dead? <laughs> How did he get dead? <laughs> How can we make it not dead, maybe? <laughs> That's what my dad might think. But, you know, we'll never know because I'm never going to show him how to do podcast <laughs> listenings. <laughs> They'll uh, never know. Have either of you met any of your idols? Um, well, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I'd... Um, I meet my mommy every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's I, keep it like, for, like, I, I would have counted Barry Murphy as my idol. Oh, yeah. And I, I still get very sheepish talking to him. And I feel like I'm like the worst version of myself. I'm like I would like as a teenager, as a kid, I would have worshipped him. Like, mm. <clears throat> but um, outside of Ireland, that's okay. He can be. I met Tommy Turner. I was about sixteen, but uh, I was actually getting out of a priest boot, <laughs> uh, which <laughs> sounds a lot worse. I was down at the we we entered um, a form and fusion. Anyone remember form yeah, and fusion yeah, competition? Yeah. It was a, a competition where you make a costume out of a load of old shit from a skip. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we we were down in Cork at the finals, and Tommy Ternan was doing something at it. Oh, I got into the but finals. I had to get from one end of a race course. It was at a horse race course. I had to get from one end to the other, and I jumped into the boot of a priest's car. Um, and as I got out, uh, Tommy Ternan was kind of there, and I ran towards him. And, I said hello. But like when you're 16, you really don't know how to talk to people at all. So I just yeah. went, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, What stage of his career would that have been? Like he would have, This would have been after the video, as in after the live at Vic, is it Vicar Street? Video yeah, 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 live. So Sorry. it would have been after, so like all like of us would have crashed around that video. Yeah, yeah. And like thought he was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. But um, no, I sometimes have dreams where I meet my idols and they're cruel to me. <laughs> And they're the worst dreams in the world. Really horrible dreams. Um, and who would you uh, like to work with? Uh, I don't know. Well, like, um, <laughs> like the last dream I had was I dreamt I met Tim and Eric, and we were just hanging out in the hotel room all day, and they were just ripping the piss out of me, and I felt so low. I like I didn't feel right for about a week. <laughs> so go on, man. I like yeah, I dreamed before about meeting. Uh, Alan Moore, the comic book guy, and he yeah. was really nice yeah. in my dream. Um, nice. That's it. I sometimes meet Steve Martin. I meet my idols in my dreams a lot. <laughs> that's a good dream to have. Andrea, your idols, who you like to work with? Um, before I got into comedy, like I was, I uh, and still am, a big fan of Maeve Higgins, and then I got to support her in uh, Andrea Theatre for. And I hadn't met her before that, before supporting her. 
and I was really nervous and I remember being backstage and I arrived there before she did of course because I (laughs) didn't want to be late and when I was backstage there was a sign on the wall that said please leave the dressing room as you would like to find it and I turned to one of the lads doing the lights or whatever and I was like if I was to do that this place would be full of trampolines and vodka and sweets and we'd be having a great time and he had a big laugh and he said you should say that to Maeve when she comes in now uh, right and then Maeve came in and she was like oh hi nice to meet you how's it going and I just went that sign says you have to clean up after yourself <laughs> <laughs> and I just and then she was like right and I just walked out and I think I cried <laughs> I just, I just fuck, I lost the plot. <laughs> that's all, that's all, to clean up after yourself. <laughs> Who's this weird schoolgirl? <laughs> uh, do you have any nightmare stand-up moments? What? Any nightmare stand-up moments? Was that was that one? <laughs> things bad things that happen on stage. Yeah. I was I was gigging once in the inter, in the international, and it was one of my first gigs. Uh, there and this man just stood up in the middle of my gig and went, she's a virgin! <laughs> what? Yeah, I just, uh, I was just like, I, that, was the fir- that was the first heckle I had ever received, ever. And I didn't know what to do with it and I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just didn't know what to do with it. I think they had him escorted out, but Jesus, what a specific... Now I'd be, now I'd be quick and... I'd be, like, I'd be like a gun. If you sh- shouted about my virginity, I'd be like, bang! And I'd hit you back and I'd knock you down with something worse. I'd tell you how your mom really died. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Uh, Kevin, Absolutely I'm, none. None, perfect. Everything you've ever done has been perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how often do Orty just say no to an idea for a sketch for Public Italy? It's different because it's difficult. What are you doing? Andreas, <laughs> for our podcast listeners, Andreas mouthing words. Um, I can't do this with you. Orty have ears. They have eyes and ears everywhere. Many, yeah. many eyes have many spies. Plus, they know how to use podcasts now, so it's yeah. a really good chance they could be listening to this. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's it's weird. It's because there's so many different levels of chain, like the chain of command. You know, mm. um, I know they don't like any stuff about. Just to get specific, they don't like any stuff about Dennis O'Brien. Uh, the curb pipe thing, uh, anything to do with that sort of shell oil kind of stuff. Um, like you can, like last week, stop it, Andrew. <laughs> uh, last week I mentioned bishops covering up child abuse. That was kind of fine because it was true. Um, but mostly it's just a taste thing. It's like mm-hmm. a, that sketch is kind of too weird. Nobody mm-hmm. would like that, so right. we're not doing it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, that leads us nicely onto our final question. Boring, boring answer. No, no, that's the best we were, we were to hope for. This is the final question, um, and it's probably the most pertinent question of the night. Kevin, where did you get your shirt? My what? Your shirt. Um, I think this actually could be an RT wardrobe. <laughs> uh, I basically told them to go and buy just ridiculous shirts. Right. Um, 
and they bought loads for platinum and they keep buying a couple more every year. Great. So now I have clothes to wear. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think I think Andrea's wearing a really boring shirt just for the record. Andrea, where did you get your top? Um, this this top was my mom bought it for me about seven years ago, and it's, it's still going strong around me. Um, if you could please buy me maybe three more tops. Um, Happy you figure out how to use podcasts. Time the times is hard at the minute. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Um, well, thank you both very much for uh, appearing on the podcast. It's been great talking to you, and I hope you had a little bit of fun. Yep. Yes, we did. It was yes, lovely. we did. It was thanks great. Thank me. you. Thank you very much, folks. Um, for and thanks to out. everybody for coming out. Huge round of applause for Kevin and Andrea. <laughs> oh, wow, that's way too big. <laughs> please, please. Come on, come on. Some of us want to get home. <laughs> 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 Starting to die down a bit. <laughs> You've done yourself people at the back there. clapping. You can hear them. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. 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 So there you have it. Our first live podcast. Um, thanks so much to Andrea Farrell and to Kevin McGahern for their time and their talent and for hanging out and being so much fun on the night um, thanks so much to Sober Lane for allowing us to record in there and for, for being so helpful and accommodating they were really great and it's a lovely spot so go in grab yourself a pizza and some, some lovely beer enjoy yourselves anyway next week we'll have another episode Alan will be back thank God see you then <laughs>